At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the Green Zone, hour number two. I am Brady Cannon, live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And my partner, James Salinas, is along via Denver, Colorado. Some of the college basketball games we're keeping track of have gone to the half. Wisconsin and Rutgers, TCU and Texas Tech and Duke and Syracuse. And the NBA will be tipping off here with its first game of the evening, the Atlanta Hawks and the Toronto Raptors in Atlanta. That one will get underway in just about 40 minutes, and we will preview that and a handful of games on the NBA card for your Saturday in the next segment. James, while we have a minute here, before we get to that, back into the basketball, let's go back to our roots and uh, do some football talk here, some NFL. Well, of course, uh, all season long, we did the pro football blitz. So why not some more NFL talk? We've got the NFL draft coming up right here in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada on April the 28th. It'll kick off on that Thursday, April the 28th. And it is going to be quite the affair here in Las Vegas. I was just at Allegiant Stadium last night and I was thinking, geez, in, in two years, we're going to have a Super Bowl. We've got the draft coming up. I mean, it is really getting crazy out here in in the sports world of Las Vegas, but the NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars,
Jaguars for the second season in a row will have the number one pick. The Detroit Lions will have the second pick. The Houston Texans at number three. The Jets are number four. And then the New York Giants have the fifth pick and also the seventh pick. A very interesting position there for the New York Giants. The Jaguars, they, of course, drafted Trevor Lawrence with that number one pick last year. And I think I think he's probably going to be just fine. It was obviously a rough rookie campaign and the Urban Meyer situation and whatnot. But I, I thought Lawrence definitely showed some signs that he is going to have what it takes to be a, a very good NFL quarterback. And we'll see what he does under Doug Peterson. I think that should help him. But I imagine they're going to go offensive line to protect him, James. You got to suspect so. I mean, this is your franchise quarterback that you took over number one overall last year, and you got to help him out. Now, this is a team we know has a lot of holes, and there is a reason why they, they've they had they're, they're drafting in the situations that they've been drafting over the last few years. Really kind of crazy, Brady, just to think, wasn't that many years ago this team was in the AFC Championship against New England and had a lead against those said Patriots, and this roster is just completely been flipped over. So, yeah, I mean, I think when you think about the draft and we compare it to last year and and all the speculation, the quarterback of uh, the the quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks were going to go early uh, within the top ten, top twelve? We saw Justin Fields, Chicago moving up. Like it's just it, it's really thin in my opinion, when it comes for the quarterback position, and that's what gets all the names. But, yeah, you've you've got to start up front. You've got your quarterback down there in Jacksonville. So now it comes down to we know the NFL Combine is going to start here, start coming up here this week, and that's where after the Combine you'll start to hear all the talk about how these guys looked in the shuttle run and and their their long jump and their height, you know, their, their broad jump and, and everything else. A lot of it, how much is that really relevant to – to NFL play, but you know, I, I think for Jacksonville, I can't see. I mean, the, you look at different mock drafts. Which tackle is it going to be? Evan Neal out of out of Alabama. I think that's the odds-on favorite right now for Neal potentially to go to Jacksonville with the number one overall pick and would totally make sense whether it's Neil or just an offensive lineman. You start at the tackle position for sure. You've got to keep your your prize quarterback, your young quarterback there with Trevor Lawrence upright and it starts at the tackle position. Yeah, Evan Neal is indeed the betting favorite to be the very first pick in the in the draft by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He is an offensive tackle out of Alabama and he is minus 150 currently to be that number one pick. Aiden Hutchinson, the great pass rusher out of Michigan, is the second betting favorite at two to one to be the first pick in the draft. But, you know, the Jaguars already have a pretty good edge rusher with Josh Shallon uh, along that defensive front. And I agree. I think the right move is to go offensive line and protect that prize commodity in Trevor Lawrence. You've also got another offensive lineman, Ikeem uh, Ekwanu, at 7-1, to one, the offensive lineman out of uh, North Carolina State. And then we go back to another defensive end, Kayvon Thibodeau, out of Oregon. You mentioned the quarterbacks. I think this draft is especially thin on quarterbacks, James. Malik Willis out of Liberty is the shortest shot to be the number one pick at this point, and he's 35-1. to one. And then Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh is 50-1 to one to be the number one selection yeah, that would only happen if somebody move if a team moves up packages a deal and moves up to to trade for that number one pick from Jacksonville I mean they've they've got their guys so we know if it's Jacksonville that holds on to that pick now could Jacksonville find some value and move down in the draft absolutely but do I see a team moving up 
to go draft one of those quarterbacks? Absolutely not. I mean, Malik Willis, good talent, speed, uh, very elusive when necessary in the pocket, but not very accurate. I mean, I I remember betting against them. I think it was Army, and it just was just thinking this is this is one of your prospects here to go in the first round in the NFL overall number one. Absolutely not. I I don't I don't think he's really a quality NFL quarterback. Not to be taking in the first round for Willis, and definitely not to be taking number one overall. It's the only way we see a quarterback in that first in that first pick in the draft is if Jacksonville obviously trades that pick. But I don't think there's enough. I I don't think there's a good enough prospect in this quarterback draft but any anywhere close to saying we're going to package a deal and move up to go get number one and sit get said quarterback no i i agree with you absolutely and, and that brings me to the detroit lions what are they going to do are they going to go with jared goff uh, again uh i i thought you know he wasn't awful this team really exceeded expectations the detroit lions did they were one of the best teams in the nfl against the spread in 2021 uh, but I wonder if they are satisfied with Jared Goff uh, to lead this team in the future and where they might go in the draft. Their offensive line was pretty good. Their center, Frank Ragnow, got injured, uh, I want to say, about midseason or so. That was a big blow. Of course, they had Penny Sewell, who was their first-round draft pick last year. Uh, so I think the offensive line is certainly coming around. I, I would be curious to see where you think the Detroit Lions will head as far as position, James. They, they certainly have a lot of needs, and and, and maybe the weakest spot of their team was the defensive secondary. Yeah, the secondary, the defense as a whole, lot of lot of holes, definitely on the back end. But you can make up for the back end, some of those holes in the back end when you have a good pass rush. And I think for you look at Hutchinson here from Michigan, he's a local kid in a sense. Therefore, Detroit, it would just it just makes sense that that's where they're going to go. You know, you go through another year with Jared Goff. It's a rebuilding process there for Detroit, and I just don't see a quarterback there that, that I don't see a single quarterback in this draft that is all right. This is our guy. We're going to start them day one. These are all, in my mind, they're really projects out there. So where does Detroit go? Yeah, I do. I like the offensive line. It always starts for me when we're talking about talent in the trenches, offense, defensive line, and Hutchinson fills that bill, not only from the standpoint of uh, whether it's he or and or maybe Thibodeau from Oregon, but Hutchinson, the local kid. I mean, you're trying to sell tickets there in Detroit, too. I don't know if a defensive end and a pass rusher sells tickets, uh, but in this case here, it is a local kid, so you're trying anything to improve your team. I think it would it would make sense, at least right now. We've got a long way to go before the draft, but it would make sense to me that it would be Hutchinson at that number two spot for the Lions. Yeah, I, I think the local flavor does make sense, or you could also get the University of Oregon tie with Penny Sewell from last year and Kayvon Thibodeau this year. Uh, we'll see if that's the route they go. I think Hutchinson or Thibodeau, either one, a very good selection there uh, if you're looking for a defensive end pass rusher. What about the New York Giants, James? Of course, Brian Dable, the new head coach, comes over as offensive coordinator from the Buffalo Bills to run the Giants now, taking over for Joe Judge. And he's brought some of his staff over, you know, kind of creating his own coaching staff there for the New York Giants. And, you know, the guy's been a very good coordinator for a long time. You know, the truth or, you know, we will have to see how it uh, plays out as far as his first stint as a head coach. But he's got a pretty good start with two draft picks at number five and number seven. Uh, the offensive line, I think, has been an issue for the Giants. They played pretty darn good defense for a lot of the games this year, James. But I think the offense was so anemic that the defense just got worn out. So 
you know, Brian Dable coming from the offensive side of the ball, I would think maybe he goes that direction or maybe he trades at least one of these selections to load up with a little more draft capital deeper in this first, second, third round, what have you. Again, another team that's in rebuild mode from a sense of Daniel Jones going into this next season. That's going to have to be put up or shut up. This is our guy going forward. I think that's where Dable having to come in, be that quarterback whisperer for Jones. But to help out Daniel Jones, sure would help out to have a halfway decent offensive line. I mean, Nate Soldier <laughs> at the right. Uh, Thomas, I think he he's... He's was competitive at the left tackle, so does it need to be a left tackle? Do you need to upshore that right side? Absolutely. Is Nate Solder the answer anymore? Absolutely not. So it would make sense to me. I mean, you have five and seven. Could you move back somewhere, build some more capital? You should be, but got to look offensive line, and, and I think it's probably, whether it's the five or the seven pick right now for the Giants, one of those picks will be a right tackle. Yep, I agree with you. I think they have to go offensive line with at least one of those selections, and I probably would use one of them uh, to trade and possibly get some more capital because, like you say, they definitely have a rebuild going on there. They need more than just a couple of picks. Uh, Updating the college basketball, some of the marquee games into the second half now. Texas Tech leading TCU 41-33. to They are nine-and-a-half-point favorites now in the live market. Your live total at 140-and-a-half. Duke and... And Syracuse 51 to 34. They are just about to get underway to start the second half there at the Carrier Dome. And Wisconsin and Rutgers, they are underway in the second frame. Just about 17 minutes left to go in that ball game. 39 to 30. Wisconsin still out in front, leading on the road at Rutgers. Rutgers closed as a two-point favorite in this ball game with a total of 130. And they are back just about to that original total prior to tip-off in the live market now to 129 and a half and Wisconsin in the role of the favorite at minus seven and a half in the live market. We'll come back and do that NBA preview we we're talking about. We've got NBA basketball coming up in about 20 minutes from now. James and I'll take a look at the card for your Saturday right here on the Green Zone. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress 5 Years Running. 
sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This segment of the Green Zone is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that is perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Welcome back to the Green Zone. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. We've got NBA basketball tipping off in about 15 minutes in Atlanta. The Raptors at the Hawks, 4.30 p.m. Pacific, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Atlanta opened as a three-point favorite with a total of 225. The Toronto Raptors have won seven out of their last 10 ball games and are currently in the seven hole in the in the Eastern Conference. Atlanta occupies the final play in spot in 10th in the conference. They are off of a loss coming in and they have uh, seen a little bit of money go their way. They're favored now by three and a half. The total has come down to two twenty four and a half. Are you getting in on this one, Mr. Salinas? Uh, if I was, I'd be looking at Toronto in this spot and taking that three and a half. If you look at Toronto, where they were, they were still on vacation last night. They were a complete no-show against the Hornets up in Charlotte. Just got completely torched, 125-93. They were down 
41 points in that game at one point. So, you know, the Raptors are 2-0 and so far against Atlanta this season. You look at the Hawks on the other side, and I think they exceeded expectations with the run that they made, and as well as Trey Young played in the playoffs. Uh, the exceeded expectations from last year to carry over into this year. They were they were now this year being the the hunted as opposed to the hunter last year. And speaking of Hunter, it will be DeAndre Hunter. He has been cleared. He was pulled in that game against Chicago the other night. Uh, just said illness. Didn't say what it was. Not sure what that was, but he is now listed. He will be a go tonight for the Hawks, but not on the court. We know Lou Williams was in out for a bit. John Collins again in the middle for the Atlanta Hawks. He's going to miss this game fifth straight game for Collins being out in this matchup I just think for the Raptors here they've there's a competitive pride with that team there's still some champions on that roster and the the lack of energy and competitiveness that they that they put out there last night in that loss to Charlotte just being embarrassed you got to think Toronto wants to redeem themselves from that poor performance yesterday uh, I'd, I'd be looking to take the plus points here with the Raptors plus three and a half yeah you often think sometimes it's a good strategy to go with a rested home team against a team that's on a back-to-back but I would gr- agree with you you also don't necessarily want want to mess with a team that was just embarrassed uh, like the Toronto Raptors were so that is a stay away for me as well again that one coming up in about 15 minutes from now from Atlanta. Right below the Hawks in the standings are the Washington Wizards. They are in Cleveland to face the Cavaliers. Cleveland is in the fifth spot in the conference, but they have dropped three in a row. The Cavaliers opened as eight-point favorites with a total of 204.5. This game will tip in less than an hour from now, and Washington has seen a little bit of money. Cleveland now laying 7.5, and and the total has uh, ticked up to 205.5. James what about this one any interest here in Cleveland I don't know where the points are going to come from in this match if you look at the Wizards last night and coming off that double overtime lost in that open it was basically open gym last night against the Spurs and I think you're going to see that out of the Wizards just the uh, all the uh, completely uh, this roster is a, a whole makeover from the the post trade deadline as well as we know Beal's gone for the season just not sure how the Wizards are going to score in this game but look at the other side here with the Cavs I mean they're just beat up in that backcourt we know Colin Sexton gone for the season Uh, Darius Garland not going to play in this game he is out for this game as are his new his new backcourt mates there with Rondo and Lavert? I mean, this is a really thin backcourt right now for for Cleveland. You know they've got the interior defensively there to protect the rim. Maybe I was kind of looking at, do the Wizards have anything left in the tank from last night? Are they going to have some tired legs from that double overtime game and now have it go to a Cleveland team that's one of the better defensive teams in the league, just allowing just a shade over 102 points per game. Their last six home games, they've held their opponents to under 100 points in each one of those contests here. The Wizards, their team total was sitting at 99 and a half. I think that's uh, looking at this total. I just don't know if the Wizards are going to defend well enough. Just the fact that you've got so many new faces on that team on the on the half court defensive side, but then the Cavs are they going to be able to generate any kind of consistency offensively, considering how beat up their backcourt is right now? Maybe it's the Wizards team total under ninety nine and a half. That'd probably be the only way that I'd be looking at this game, but I don't think I'm going to play it. The number at seven and a half seems about right to me, but that total looks so low. Uh, it was, of course, 204 and a half and now up to 205 and a half. You make a good point there about the Wizards. If they have le- uh, weary legs 
Uh, maybe they won't be able to play much defense tonight. and Maybe this game could go over the total. But that that is another pass for me uh, with the Cavs and the Wizards. Good-looking game here. The Grizzlies at the Bulls. And interestingly, the Grizzlies are a slight road favorite, and they've seen a little bit of money as well. Memphis opened up as minus one and a half favorites with a total of 237 and a half. And right now it's up to Memphis minus two. Your total has remained unchanged at 237 and a half. The Bulls are in second place in the Eastern Conference standings. They've won six in a row and seven of their last 10. The Grizzlies have lost two in a row and they are in third place in the Western Conference, just two and a half games behind Golden State. I would probably agree that maybe Memphis is the better team here, but just interesting to see them laying points on the road, James. Yeah, well, they they have a terrific road record. They're twenty-one and ten thus far on the NBA season on the road. Second best record on the road in the NBA. So I think this is a team that yes, they're they're accustomed to being able to go in not only compete on a nightly basis in the league, but win on the road. I think that's the toughest piece here. And so for the Grizzlies looking to bounce back post all-star game, uh, the break coming out of it really kind of a bit lethargic, especially in the second half of that game against the, t- the Timberwolves on the defensive side. I think that's really where the struggles were, but you know, the Grizzlies handled Chicago back on MLK day back in January and, and created a lot of turnovers, had 18 turnovers in that game, turned those into 28 points. So they were able to turn a 21 points off turnovers and really had a big lead really as a blowout in that game at home at Memphis. They had a 28 point lead in that fourth quarter before the subs came in and, and made it garbage time here for the bulls. I mean, continuing no, no hangover for that team coming out of the break. I mean, DeMar DeRozan picked up where he left off 37 points the other night against Atlanta, including the game winner, scored the last five points in the final minute of that contest. I mean, DeRozan, that mid-range game, he's been he's been money all season long for the Bulls. Probably be leaning towards the Bulls here for that number as that short home dog, but this is probably not, this is not a play for me here, Brady. I, I would be headed the same direction as you, James, going to where the stink is. So, you know, like I said, something kind of smells funny here about this game, so I, I would probably uh, go towards the Bulls as well, but right now I'm going to stay away from this one, maybe under the total, because that total seems so high, too, at 237 and a half. Uh, currently, college basketball, Texas Tech up on TCU, 46 to 39. They are under 14 minutes left in the second half there. Duke over Syracuse by 20, 65 to 45 at the 16 minute mark in the second half there. Blue Devils now a 19 and a half point favorite in the live market. And Rutgers starting to get back in this game at home, James. Wisconsin up on the Scarlet Knights by just four points now, 40 to 36. Wisconsin a four and a half point favorite in the live market. Your total down to 122 and a half. At 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, we've got the San Antonio Spurs in Miami to battle the Heat. Miami is the top dog in the Eastern Conference. They've won two straight and seven out of ten. The Heat opened as eight-and-a-half-point favorites here, James, with a total of 225. San Antonio, 12 games below 500. They are on the outside looking in in the 11 hole in the Western Conference. They've won two in a row, but the money has been going towards Miami. Miami now favored by 12. Uh, on the road tonight are the San, Ton- uh, San Antonio Spurs against the Miami Heat catching double digits, and your total has come down to 221.5. So a lot of movement in this game. 
you see Miami, I mean, they they closed out that game last night in New York, just allowing 15 points in the final 12 minutes in Madison Square Garden to take that game by 15 points. And I think here, I'm not playing this game tonight, but something to consider for Miami as they close out the season they have 15 or their final 21 games are going to be played down there in South Beach. Miami has a very favorable home schedule to close out the remaining month or so of the season. And I think here for the Spurs, with a next win for the Spurs, that will have Coach Pop tied with Donnie Nelson with the most wins in coaching history in the NBA. I just don't think it's tonight, but that's too big of a number for me to lay with the Miami Heat. And I believe Greg Popovich was a uh, assistant under Don Nelson when Don Nelson was the coach of the Golden State Warriors. We will talk more college basketball on the other side when we come back. Stick with us inside the green zone at VSIN, the sports betting network. today. Need more college basketball insight? Check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops Peterson will look at every major and some minor college basketball games as well on the upcoming schedule to find betting opportunities. Greg has an opinion on every single college hoops game of the season. And on this podcast, he provides his unique insights and looks for those games that have solid betting opportunities. Download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, catch up on every VEASAN show as well, including this one, the Green Zone. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. And James, uh, during the break there, I heard you getting a little excited about your Scarlet Knights from Rutgers. They have gotten back into this ball game with Wisconsin. Just about 11 minutes now left in regulation, and they only trail by a bucket, 44-42. to 42. Wisconsin was as high as, I want to say, a 7- or 9.5-point favorite in the live market, now all the way down to just a 1.5-point favorite in the live market. Your live total at 126.5. Rutgers getting back into this thing and trying to make it a season sweep of the Badgers. Well, they had the game tied and had an opportunity to clear out the ball, get a rebound, and and potentially take the lead. But unfortunately, you had two guards leaking out instead of blocking out and securing the basketball. It leads to Johnny Davis being able to get in there and, and get an easy basket, get to the rim. And and I think he got fouled on that. So I think we'll have free throw with Davis coming out of this, out of this break. I'm not really sure. But it is a two-point lead for Wisconsin. But you figured with Rutgers just starting the game. They started off the game. They had before. For the first media timeout, they had four turnovers, which led to some runouts and some open looks. Really, Wisconsin, a good job being able to, to, to get the ball below the free throw line and flatten it out and kick it back out for some open shooters. They went three for three during that first five minutes of the game to put them from three-point land to give them that lead. And it's been a, a battle for the Rutgers to get back into this game. But you knew they're playing at home. They've been tremendous all season at home. There's another Miss Bunny on the interior for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. But they're back in this game. We've got 11 minutes to go. Brady and Rutgers playing like they should at least in the second half like they've done all season at home very competitive Duke maintaining its advantage over Syracuse and staying right in that neighborhood of about an 18 and a half point favorite in the live market currently 69 to 51 Duke is at the free throw line to try and add some more points here and they do make it 70 to 51 Texas Tech Leading TCU by seven points, 51 to 44. They are a seven and a half point favorite in the live market. Your live total 
at 139 and a half. James, let's talk about the futures market to make the final four, not to win it all, just to make the final four. And of course, the number one ranked team in the country, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, are the favorite, actually at minus money, minus 105 on Gonzaga to go to the final four. Kentucky, a pretty short price as well at two to one, along with the Arizona Wildcats at two to one. Purdue at plus 210, Auburn at plus 220, Duke at plus 240, Baylor at three to one, UCLA at four to one, Villanova at four to one, Illinois and Houston at five to one rounds out the top of the board there. Any, anything catch your eye? And I know, James, that you and I have been focusing on football, you know, for the last six months or so. And we're kind of just starting to dive into the college basketball betting and observation and handicapping. But is there any team at the top of the board or maybe even down even lower that you kind of have your eyes on as a possible bet to make the final four? Yeah, and I think it, the challenge with this, Brady, is not knowing how the seedings are going to play out, who's right. going to be within said region. Because we know with basketball, it's it's all it's so much of the time, it's about matchups and how do certain teams, how do their strengths match up against their opponent's weakness and vice versa, and not knowing where they might stand in those. I think these numbers are too short for me to get involved, not knowing where they're going to be placed in said region. But if you're thinking about teams, I mean, there's team, there's certain things that I look for in teams. We, we talk about a guard play and you want senior leadership and those types of things. But, you know, I know Villanova is not a very deep team and depending on where they get placed, could they potentially be placed in the East where that, that second weekend is going to be in Philadelphia? Would it be a home game in a sense for Villanova? If they're be able to be placed in that region, that remains to be seen, but at four to one, something like Villanova and again it's not a big team it's not a deep team but it's a smart team it's a tough team and I just love the guard play that we see with both Moore and in particular Gillespie coming off and missing last year's tournament with that late season knee injury that he suffered and and what I love about Villanova is this is a team that we talk about it do teams play inside out are they perimeter oriented those types of things and yes Villanova can shoot the basketball but they play inside out But, Brady, it's not your typical inside-out. It's not, well, they got some bigs inside and they try to work it inside. Maybe they run some four and some three outsets. It's their guards that will back you down. They are so physical that it's actually their guards that will clear out. They'll back you down, not trying to take you to the cup off the dribble they're gonna back you down to see if they can get some help to come over and facilitate their offense that way i just think it's really interesting how villanova's guards play and how strong and how big they play in a sense when you're talking about their physicality and how the offense kind of flows out of the post with the guards with villanova love the tough-mindedness of that team terrifically coached team there we know that with jay wright and then the last piece here this is a team that can make free throws. I know they missed a big one-and-one, one, the, the front end of a one-and-one one the other night in that loss to UConn when that would have put them up six if they would have made both free throws in a sense. But this is a team that is the best free throw shooting team not only in the country, this is this team is on pace, and we'll see how they've played out over the last couple of games, but they are on pace to potentially be the best free throw shooting team in the history of the NCAA. No, I am totally with you, and you hit on a lot of points there that I like to look for in the quality of a college basketball team in order to do well in the tournament. And obviously, it's being well-rounded and being able to do a lot of different things well, but most importantly for me, free throws. And you're right, an absolutely stellar performance by the Villanova Wildcats this year from the free throw stripe 
head coach, guard, uh, excuse me, guard play and defense. And, and Jay Wright is certainly one of the best in the business. I love the guard play. You mentioned Gillespie. It was a little banged up the other night. There was a question mark if he would be able to go when they played against UConn or excuse me, I believe it was Providence. And uh, he did end up playing in that game. But Villanova is certainly a team that I took a hard look at as well. I don't think four to one is an awful price uh, to make the final four. Uh, another team that we talked about a little bit earlier that I, I don't think is a bad bet at 14 to one are the Arkansas Razorbacks. And again, similarly, you have, you have guard play, you have defense and you have a head coach. Some of those things that I look for when trying to assess how far a team might be able to go in the tournament in the uh, NCAA. Well, and you have guys that can, we know in the second half, you have your sets. It becomes more of a half-court game and for a team like Arkansas, whether it's J.D. Note on the outside, and he can create his own shot, and I think that's just it. Terrific player, terrific playmaker, can create shots for himself and for others, and Jalen Williams can do that too. You saw that today in that second half against Kentucky. Great chess match, great X's and O's game on both sidelines today. It was a really well-played, it was a fun game to watch, that Kentucky game against Arkansas. But you saw in the second half, started to have Jalen Williams. They spread the floor, and they've played some five-out basketball with Williams at the five, and he was pulling he was pulling Oscar Shibway away from the basket and being able to take him off the dribble. A surprise, Kentucky he was having him play him up that far and make him shoot the ball. But anyway, I just think for for a team like Arkansas, def, they're they're going to check you and defend you. I think for a team when it gets tight and your sets break down, you have to have playmakers and shot creators out there that can just make something off the dribble one on one. In a sense, Arkansas has both both the guard play with Note to do that as well as Jalen Williams and Williams. I think Jalen Williams is a terrific player on both ends of the floor, the heart and soul of that Arkansas Razorbacks team. James, it feels like you could only make maybe one bet in this market uh, because if you start adding, you know, three, four, five, six, seven bets, you're almost certainly going to get a couple of teams that are in the same region and only one of them yes. can advance, right? So it, it feels like maybe you pick just one or two here and certainly don't get too carried away or you could just cancel out bets that you've made. Um, is there anything deep down on the board, maybe a real long shot that uh, catches your eye at all? I'll give you one uh, for me, and again, it goes back to the coach most of all as far as this team and past history and what this guy has been able to do uh, in past NCAA tournaments uh, because of his coaching prowess, and that's Dana Altman and the Oregon Ducks at 25-1. to 1. Now, a lot of, if you look at the different bracketology out there, a lot of them will say that Oregon might be the, you know, in the last four out. You know, they are certainly a bubble team. They've got a big game coming up tonight trying to pull off the entire season sweep of L.A., both USC and UCLA, but Oregon is starting to play much better basketball, and that's the time of the year that Dana Altman usually has his Ducks doing so. That would be the one long shot I might take a shot with at 25-1. to 1. Well, and you know Altman is going to be one that will make in-game adjustments. They'll switch different defenses. It's not just, hey, we just play man. This is what we do. They'll they'll three-quarter trap. They'll go 1-3-1. One, one. We've seen them just change their variety of defenses. I think the struggle for me with Oregon, they don't always come to play every night. Now, you be in the tournament, you better show up every night. You will get beat by whomever you play. It's just Richardson. I think it's the guard play that we talked about, a team like Arkansas that has that guy that can create shots for himself and others when the set breaks down. I don't see Richardson as that guy. He just his shot selection is is poor, and I think the playmaking ability it's just not there like we've seen from certain teams with Oregon in the past. 
We've got some good college basketball games coming up shortly that we will preview in the next segment. 56 to 50, Texas Tech leading TCU and Rutgers down by just a point. 50 to 49, they trail the Wisconsin Badgers. More college hoops on the other side. We'll be back in just a moment on the Green Zone. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Get an early start on your college hoops tournament betting with VEASAN's full court bracket betting coverage starting Sunday, March 13th. Six hours of free live video streaming on VEASAN.com, including the full bracket reveal and opening lines for every game. The VEASAN college hoops experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, will analyze every game and discuss with bookmakers making the lines to find the best early values. Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket and round one tournament betting with the VEASAN college uh, uh, college Hoops experts on Sunday, March 13th, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. 
It's all free at vcin.com. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you on a college basketball Saturday. Some NBA tipping off as well. And we want to dive into some games that will be tipping off here shortly. Up in uh, your state, in Colorado, not too far away there in Boulder from you, James. The Colorado Buffaloes will host the Arizona Wildcats. And Arizona, we know this team has been on quite a roll. They have won nine in a row. They have ascended to the number two ranked team in the country. They are also number two in Ken Palm's rankings right behind Gonzaga. And the Wildcats opened up as 10-point favorites here with a total of 153. Now, Colorado had a uh, nice little winning streak going, a five-game winning streak that was just snapped on Thursday, losing to the other Arizona school, Arizona State. The Sun Devils beat them on Thursday. And Buffaloes have seen a little bit of money here. Just a tick, James. Arizona now laying nine and a half, and the total has gone the other way, just up to the over at 153 and a half. For Arizona, yeah, I mean, for at all levels, they can score anywhere on the floor. And really, this team is, they do a great job of sharing the basketball. That's what I really love to watch off the ball. And that's a lot of times what I do, again, Brady, being the eye test guy when it starts getting digging into basketball, and in particular college basketball, not watching the basketball, watching the action offensively as well as defensively, too. How are these teams playing off the ball uh, and movement without the basketball? And Arizona does a great job, a, lo- a lot of movement on the week side of the floor a lot of action over there that room that you have to be prepared you can't get caught ball watching because you will get screened and backdoored to death with a lot of these back screens and and flex cuts that they run so i think for arizona talent wise absolutely but we know it's college basketball brady and it, the, the talent and the better team doesn't always win. Arizona, they throttled Utah the other night. They're on their Rocky Mountain Road swing here for these two games on Thursday, one by 20 up in Utah. Now you're coming to Colorado. Arizona hasn't won here. They've lost their last four trips up in up at Boulder there. And I think for Colorado, Tad Boyle, this is not the typical team that we've seen where we get some solid guard play out of the buffs. They really miss McKinley Wright. He was such a great inspirational leader for that team over the course of his four years there in 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 Colorado. Well, it's become a very uh, interior-based team when it comes to their offense. I don't think that to- – I think that total's a little too high. I'd be leaning towards that under. But since I've already got a side on this game, I'm not going to play the total here. You mentioned it. Colorado was absolutely embarrassed at home on Thursday to Arizona State. Really never in that game. To complete flat effort out of winning those five games on, in a row, including three of which concluded a road trip on the West Coast that they won. Really flat effort from Colorado on Thursday. Head coach Tad Boyle definitely will have gotten into them after that game and throughout the course of the last 48 hours. We'll see a much more inspired effort out of the Colorado Buffaloes tonight. This is their final game of the season. It is senior night. They don't have a whole lot of seniors on this team. Really, Evan Batty is the the, the main senior here. The last game up in Boulder for the CU Buffs in his tenure there as one of the bigs for, for CU. I think here, that's where I went. Not for the full game at 9.5. I took Colorado in the first half plus five and a half. I just think we're going to see a very inspired effort out of the CU Buffs tonight. I think that's a very smart play there, and I'm with you. I wouldn't necessarily want to take the Buffaloes for the entire game. That would be the side I would take because it's a very tough road trip going to Utah and Colorado, and of course that's altitude in both cases there, and you mentioned Arizona's history here in Boulder, and it is a lot of points to lay in my opinion, but you're right also, Colorado, it's a down year 
We remember the the year they had last year, got into the tournament, pulled off an upset in the first round. But you're right, McKinley Wright moving on to the NBA. Uh, this is a much different team for Tad Boyle this year. And I think just going with the first half is a safer play in my mind than trying to uh, lean on the Buffaloes for an entire game uh, with this extremely talented Arizona team coming to town. I would expect Arizona to win the game, but I think the points either way in the first half or for the entire game are the way to go, and I like the first half better. Uh, Kansas at Baylor, another good one tipping off here pretty soon. The Baylor Bears opened as three-point favorites and revenge on the minds of the Baylor Bears as they were just beaten down in Lawrence by the Jayhawks earlier this month by 24 points. Uh, the defending national champs, and we have talked about it briefly on the program, James, they are certainly a little banged up with injury. Kansas, on the other hand, is flirting with a possible number one seed in the tournament, and a season sweep of the Baylor Bears would go a long way towards that. And Kansas has seen a little bit of the money here. Down to two-and-a-half-point favorites is Baylor now with a total of 148-and-a-half. So a little bit up on the total and down on the spread. And Kansas offensively finding themselves a lot of tempo, pushing the basketball, and they can score. They can score both in transition as well as shooting the basketball after they flatten the D on those three-point shots. And I think Kansas now it's such a tough team to guard. And I think this is a, you know, Baylor at home. I'm not going to get involved with this game before it starts. I'm still waiting to see on the Baylor side. L.J. Cryer is he going to be available? He's missed six out of their last seven games with the foot injury. He's questionable to play. Tonight. It says game time decision. And so I don't see we don't have the warm ups here. I can't see what's going on. So I'll wait. I'll wait to see where he's at because I think LJ Cryer is such an important part for this team to be able for Baylor to be able to extend the floor. Flagler's a terrific shooter. He's got the best stroke on this team. Love the rotation out of that kid's hands. Uh, very fundamentally sound shooter and was huge the other night when they needed him at Oklahoma State. What a grind of a game that was for the Baylor Bears winning that game in overtime. And it was James Akinjo who hit the game winner. I think that might have been his only basket in that game. Really struggled from the floor in that game. He's been struggling from the floor for the last 11 games shooting just 30 percent and he's a volume shooter so you know he's going to keep putting it putting it up but I think the fact that he's been struggling to shoot the ball LJ Cryer depending if he's in this game and we know JT, JTT on the interior for Baylor out for the season I just think for 40 minutes depending on Cryer's status here for 40 minutes I just think it's a lot to ask for Baylor yes you have the advantage of playing at home but for Kansas being able to just continue to come at you in waves scoring the basketball both on from the perimeter and on the inside in the painted area I think that's just going to be too much for Baylor over the course of, of 40 minutes so I'm going to be looking for an in-game play here Brady once this game tips here in about 15 minutes or so and we'll see the status of LJ Cryer in the backcourt for the Baylor Bears yeah I, I think I would probably wait to play this one until you find out Cryer's status now maybe the line would change if it's announced that he will play or will not uh, whether the case uh, of him playing or or he doesn't I do lean to the Baylor side here with that revenge we see that so often I think in college basketball it wasn't too long ago uh, Kentucky of course beat Tennessee and then Kentucky went up to Knoxville and Tennessee got them. Uh, when you have good teams in a good conference like this, I think it's very tough to sweep the opponent and you know Baylor is going to come out guns ablazing tonight. And we talk about their injury issues. They've still only lost five games all season. So the defending champs, not in all that bad a shape, but I would want to check Cryer's status before I got involved in this game. 
Let's turn to the Big East affair at Providence. Creighton at Providence, the Blue Jays and the Friars. Providence got a huge win earlier this week, holding off Xavier in triple overtime, while Creighton pulled out an outright win over St. John's as five-point underdogs. Creighton has now won six straight, and it looks like they will be a tournament team. The bad news in that win over St. John's, they lost Ryan Nemhard to a fractured wrist, and they will be without him for the rest of the season. Providence opened up as a five-point favorite with a total of 135 and a half, and that remains basically unchanged. The total just down a tick, James, to 135. Well, a huge game for Providence with the win tonight. They will clinch the Big East regular season title for the first time in program history playing in the Big, T- in the, in the Big East. It's, it's a huge game. Sometimes one of the little things that I'll do is I'll just look at, go and find what are the resale tickets going for a certain game. Sometimes you can get in these, you can, you can get into the into the game for five dollars, and they'll give you a hot dog to come in. They're begging you to come in and get a ticket, Brady. In this case here, the the cheapest ticket you can find is two hundred and thirty dollars to get into this game at Providence. It's going to be a huge game for Providence. They're going to be they're going to be amped up and excited. The problem for me here is I'm just concerned with how much is left in the tank for the Friars. Coming off that three overtime win on Wednesday and then thinking about they had an overtime win at Butler on Sunday. A couple weeks ago had another two double overtime game, I believe, and then squeeze that in with a very emotional physical game against Nova. I'm just concerned about Providence right now from a physical standpoint. Man, they they seem exhausted. This is going to be a play that I'll just look at in-game. I would agree with you about Providence. They have been really extending themselves. And TCU has climbed back in the ballgame, trailing Texas Tech just by a bucket. We'll update you on the other side. Stick around. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.